spiritual work and how like it's not been so good being like yeah so so it's a horrible time to be a freelancer right <laughs> It's basically the death of all freelancers. But then it's good in a way. Um, I mean, uh, if you look at it on the bright side, so kind of yeah, cut the noise, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, I think it's the kind of work that you do. Like it's like I think you have the misfortune of like your work requires you to be out on a set. Yes. Surrounded by other people. Yeah, yeah. It's a very collaborative thing. It's I mean, like for graphic design. Yeah, I mean, I have to email my boss or whatever. Yeah. Or like I have to. and then like talk to them but all that we can do like over the phone yeah. for your work you, it it's more in person right which is unfortunate yeah but yeah that doesn't really work in the sense that i mean uh i'd most of the time on most productions uh on most small scale productions the problem is that most of the clients can't really afford like an entire it's like they can't even afford like a like an assistant so i'll have to like uh, yeah. yeah so i'll <laughs> have to like do everything where i carry yeah. the tripod and like sure. set the lights and quickly run and be like oh, okay this might be fine and then which is which is painful man it's painful but then i normally i i don't i don't i try not to do that because it's not really worth it at the end of the day that's true it's like not if you're over exerting yourself yeah. you're definitely not getting paid to yeah. do all that anyways most likely I know what you're talking about because uh, the last company I worked at, they also they did quite a bit of video. They had an in-house video unit as well. Yeah. And uh, like listening to like uh, like the hot top management side, like cut cost, like it's okay, we'll do this. Uh, we can get this from there. Uh, this person can do that. Don't worry about it. We don't need to hire anybody else. And yeah. Like, oh, it's just sad. Like it's just inhibiting like the actual potential work. And you know what's funny? This is not even the first time. this particular company has been talked about on this podcast uh, i think you know my friend <laughs> to me good friend samaya has been on yeah talking about this place but yeah anyways but yeah, yeah, but see that's that's but kind of the story point, of every like, every every company so i think the understanding they have on how video production or even graphic design to that extent is a little vague right oh yeah They're like, like hey can you people... just draw this up and you know like uh, that's that's yeah. that's that'll work yeah some people think it's like this thing like oh yeah or you don't work here anymore fine i'll just go get somebody else like you know sit him down showing the software till learn it like you know like yeah. no that's how it works there's like an intrinsic component to this like it, it's not like that's what even i'll be very honest with you like some of the top design school is in SL about the name names but no no you can name yeah, names this, this is like the most transparent <laughs> podcast there is we I have, can't we, trust me I can't we have to educate society <laughs> man we can't sugarcoat shit no no but i'm sure what's like i say it people people will know what i'm talking about but like um it's there's a lot you can teach you can try and teach people how to use something you can be like okay on on photoshop this is how you crop this is the one tool you can teach all that but at the end of the day like there is something that you can't like impart like that you can't have like someone show up and like pay you money and like oh, here you go now this yeah i'll tell you i'll so, tell you a story right a very funny story so there was there was this restaurant right uh, maybe back in like 2000 2018 i think that's when they opened it so this restaurant is in gold road i don't know if it exists today um 
but yeah so when they launched they wanted so they got in touch with me and they were like okay so we need to go out like all out on a campaign like we want to make content in all genres like we need video we need photos we need like gifs like all out okay i was like oh cool can be done um yeah. right so they wanted like an all out campaign to like for for entire colombo to know okay these guys are it and blah 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 so i was like cool um i don't know if i spoke about this on the podcast earlier so um but yeah so um so when i was talking to the owner she's like a co-owner she told me okay so zishan this is the thing we are updating a few things on our menu right uh, if you're if you're good at like in design can you like edit some of the stuff you know i i want to like add some new stuff blah 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 <laughs> i was like i don't think she said in design okay i assumed it was like in in design or something so oh my god so so um So I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, just send me the files. I should be able to edit it." Blah blah blah. So she was like, "Okay, I'll get in touch with my graphic designer, who's a who's a freelance designer at that point." So I was like, "Ah, oh, cool." So this woman uh, sends me this 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 unknown lady just sends me this email saying uh, design files for menu. I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, cool." So I open this email and then uh, she was like, "Okay, uh, below you'll find the link to to design files." Like, okay, and there are two Canva links. <laughs> so so the freelance designer she is working with yeah. is working on Can- on Canva. Okay, so so I went back to her and I was like, okay, see, editing Canva, a Canva Canva was like destroying graphic uh, designs. Like I I completely believe. I mean, it's completely it, it fine, is, right? No, 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 here's my thing. Yeah. Here's my thing. I I agree. It's I'm glad like I'll, look, I'm the first person to tell you this. If somebody came to me and was like, "Hey, look, I'm interested in learning Photoshop," I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Like, who am I to deny you the opportunity to learn Photoshop? Yeah. And like, that's something I'll even like take time out of my own schedule, sit down with people, you know, like uh, go to a coffee shop somewhere, sit them, talk them through the basics. Like, yeah. Like, but like. Canva can so it's Canva's doing a good job yes but like at the same time you're like but no so I mean it's like, good that know, it's like a mainstream to tool that everyone so can really get into graphic design but then true, everyone true. who gets I mean everyone who uses the tool doesn't become a graphic designer right oh, that's true. the that's the problem so so eventually and I told her okay so like you do know that you've paid money to a person who's done like all these menus on like a free software online which even you could do right and yeah. then she was like oh really i didn't even know there was a website like oh, this and all that stuff i was like how much did you pay her so she paid her 30000 to to make the menu on canva and i was like are you insane for 30 for 30k that's, that's man horrible. that's like uh, i think it was like around six pages six pages and there's like uh, two oh, different but, menus like a his, beverage menu and like a food thing. menu props to the whoever that girl was she honestly, she hustled her way like, honestly props to her uh, props to her bro she she saw an opportunity and she took she it took like it, props yeah. to her for that like you got to give her like props for that <laughs> that's crazy yes man that that's kind of the oh, that's man. most of the thing like what i noticed recently i had this conversation with a friend of mine um, so he was telling me how uh, like during lockdown everyone just like put a lot of time into like all these skills and everyone's like graphic designers and like web developers all of a sudden i mean which is good in a way but then don't uh, don't saturate the market man don't like screw people who are doing real work over yeah no but you no, that's but subjective like, but yeah i believe like no it's not a subject it's it's like this i feel like 
the good rises to the top the noise remains at the bottom yeah but like if your work is genuinely good you will get recognized for it and like your stuff will float to the top and you will get more obviously then there's the whole point of like people understanding the value of good graphic design here you'll be like okay i'm going to charge you xxx amount to do this and then be like oh but i'm sure i can get it done from somebody else for but true but like but at the same time i do think honestly think they're going to do as good a job i mean if they did find somebody to do an equally good job for a lesser amount good for them screw that guy yeah <laughs> but good for them <laughs> whoever that person is like that's why i don't even agree with like fiverr and things like that i feel like it devalues like all of our work like you yeah. me like for, uh, edit video editors musicians all of them because like you're basically competing to see like okay look like i can do it for this much i can do it for that much you're, you're auctioning your auctioning off and, talent like, in a way yeah. <laughs> it's it's sad it's really crazy so what would you think akhil yeah. how would you uh, i mean so one thing that i've noticed in i i told you like a while back right so i was working i'm working on this project and um, i've been struggling with graphic designers like back and forth the problem is that a lot of these designers know how to use the tools and you can easily learn the tools like from a youtube tutorial right yeah the problem is they don't have that design thinking that's that's what they lack right okay how do i solve a problem like critically solve a design problem that's what these people lack even even most of these graphic design graduates which uh, that i've come to see in the industry that's like how is that a problem like is it is do we blame like design schools or do we how, i mean where where does it start i uh, i do i guess it's it's a matter of simply put putting it like it's a matter of educating the masses like you know like 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 a couple of the examples you and i just spoke things we spoke about like there's an asymmetry of information like sometimes the client is not fully aware of like like the person who got work done on canva right like she's yeah. not fully aware of how, how this industry works yeah so i think it's a matter of that like if the client is also significantly aware of like how things work then they should be able to spot like if a person is a good fit and but also you mentioned subjectivity and i i also firmly believe like sometimes subjectivity subjectivity matters quite a bit because sometimes what may seem lacking of design thinking to one person it could be diff- that's that's all it is it's sometimes it's very clear cut sometimes you can be like okay yeah that's wrong like you won't believe like how much me and my 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 boss should share things with me like look at what uh, what i found and we'll like just laugh at like how horribly designed like and poorly thought out designs are but at the end of the day yeah subjectivity definitely plays a lot into it and also i think like there should be like symmetry in information like even the client should be proper like of, like they should understand the aspects of design thinking because then that will allow them from the get go by looking at someone's work like okay maybe this person is not the best fit for what i want right so i think that's quite important because at the end of the day like i'll be honest with you i've definitely had pro- things that i have worked on like freelance wise and where i would have not been so comfortable because things like i didn't find a good fit with the client themselves and i'm sure yeah, they felt yeah. the same way yeah, yeah. with me that that happens yeah. but uh, but yeah i think that's important you should be aware of like, like what's out there 
like you know the thing like oh you're a graphic designer can you do uh, a logo for me you know don't be like that be like be sensible in your approach okay i yeah. want to do a logo for this like it's an it or I'll go to someone who's experienced in that sort of space. Yeah, yeah. Just because you're a graphic designer like, oh, doesn't you do mean you can. can yeah, you do yeah, yeah. It's it's very it's a very uh, convoluted topic, man. Because I mean, it branches off into so many subsets, right? Exactly. Yeah. So just because you're a graphic designer doesn't mean you can. Yeah, I mean, there there would be personal interests and all that stuff that you'd excel at. So how did you, Akhil? How did you? How did you? jump it with the whole graphic design train because i assume i assume you were doing something else that was a part of the story right? yeah <laughs> yeah i love these stories so, man yeah yeah i i love the, i love my story too yeah. actually when i think of when i reflect on it so i grew up drawing as a kid like as you can see literally scribbling all over walls but like since i was like 3 4 been drawing my mom has like laminated drawings of mine like as proof like even at the age of like 8 Uh, no probably around the age of like 10 or 11 they sent me like to this arts uh, you know man and uh, he's usually the guy our school students go to when they're close to doing their o levels in preparation for their o level art exams they would go to this guy but like my parents just wanted like to see my skills like sort of flourish and like hone so they sent me to this yeah. guy like way in advance and uh, so yeah it's the art has always been like a heavy part of my life like I've had phases like I kid you not. I've even done pottery at one point in my life. Like my parents even put me in a pottery class. I don't know for what reason. It's just that like I think the opportunity came along. Like they met this gentleman who was like, "Oh, I teach pottery." He's like, oh, "Okay, can you teach our kid like one day?" And then I tried it. Yeah. It But that's really good work. in a way, man. I, I that that it's good. Experimental, it was, it, like yeah. I, true, very true. I think I believe like you should give something a shot at least once. I tried it once. Wasn't my thing. At the end of the day, it's art, right? Part, so you like, can always like uh, extract yeah, pieces from different. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And th- that's the thing. So it was. That's what it was. It was art to me. It was some. It was a personal hobby. It was something like I enjoyed doing to like, 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 sort of detach myself from everything and like you know, disappear off into a. Because like sometimes when I when I was younger and even now when I do like personal art projects and stuff i find myself getting lost and like just the time just flying and not be not yeah. realizing it for hours and hours i'll just be working and uh, that so that was what art was for me and when it came time for me to like do my degree like when i finished school i was first i was hard, set on becoming a lawyer <laughs> and then like a senior from my school came by once <laughs> after he had left college and he was when i told him i want to be a lawyer he's like ah he knew me personally he's like uh, manli i think uh, you need to get a lot more serious if you want to become a lawyer and i'm like yeah okay <laughs> like lawyer scratch off yeah, the list off the and then i was kind of di- kind of directionless in terms of like what i want to do i just i did a business i mean i did business in school that was the stream i took So I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to continue with that, right? And uh, so I applied to Middlesex University in Dubai, got accepted, did a business management degree there, three years, graduated with honors, all that stuff. Had an amazing time, really enjoyed myself. And then it was time to get a job. So I moved back from Dubai to Oman. Spent a year literally doing nothing because, as I'm sure you're aware of, in the Middle East, yeah, for an expatriate kid, <laughs> straight out uni, yeah, <laughs> jobs, jobs aren't. like i'm sure you have a better chance of like striking like oil yeah <laughs> than getting a job getting yeah. a job so but then there nothing. was there probably were find... like indian options also right like working for indians which yeah but then those those aren't really true yeah but those, those are risky yeah. trust me cuz 
my best my best friend works for like an indian guy back like one of my best friends in oman and he tells me like he's just tired of it like, yeah, like yeah. these people are horrible man. like I'm a friend like, of yeah, mine he's, he's a graphic okay designer in riyadh right so so he tells me like he was working with uh, this guy for the longest time bro like every time i call him like he's like nagging man i hate this place i'm going to burn this place down <laughs> so that's how pissed he is but that's 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 the case man these guys have no idea what kind of operation oh, they are running man, yeah i hate jobs like that so, so yeah that's awful that's crazy so yeah and then i moved back to sri lanka so like my my visa ran out so i had to come back here i had nowhere else to go and literally like 3 weeks later i'm I, was, I found a job, had an interview, got through. So it was at like uh, Stacks Incorporated. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're like a consult, research and okay. consulting firm based in the US. They have an operation here and stuff. So I worked there and uh, I worked there for about two years. And trust me, great place to work. Like I genuinely think it was a good company, but I didn't excel in the way that they needed me to for me to progress. I was good at some things, but they were not those things I was good at. Good at was not like really valued in the long run. Okay. So then I finally got an opportunity to jump ship, and like jump industry also basically. And then I joined the the publishing house that I worked at before. Yeah. And yeah, that's so that was like my decision to change. And to be honest, like I I don't look back because I still remember like how I felt. like going to work again nothing against the workplace nothing against that company stacks but like i would be stressed out because i knew there were certain things i did i was not good at i didn't want to get put on so i would always want work that i was comfortable with so that's why i ended up finding myself kitchen hold and not really progressing yeah but like now it's not the case you know like every day you're like ah oh, just wake up doing what i enjoy and Yeah, that's that's, and I'm it's an amazing feeling. Better man. off for it, like I'm fully grateful. True. I was I was like scared. Like I remember the first day, I was like I was like, did I make a mistake? Like was should I have just stuck there? Like definitely high, better paying job, you know, better benefits. Yeah. Like I had literally just gotten like health insurance and everything. Yeah, but is it really worth it? Like it had been like. That's that's the thing. True. It's not really worth it in the true. long run. Is I mean, because at the end of the day, I think what matters is like, are you finding. yourself feeling fulfilled mm. in the work that you do like yeah. it's not about whether you're accomplishing something you might be accomplishing something like you might be doing work that contributes to something meaningful elsewhere but yeah. like are you finding it meaningful yeah. and i didn't and the other thing like i i've been i'm trying to like practice in my life after having made this change is my my belief is like stay somewhere as long as you're able to learn something Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Man, that's so that's very my... important. Like when, like the first job that I had, right, was it's working there for like two years. Uh, it got to a point where I felt like, okay, yeah. I think I've learned everything I need to learn, and then there's nothing else that I can take. You know, the giving give and take ratio was off. That's when you know, you know, it's time to. Yeah. True. Uh. Yeah. That's true. So that's, so that's like very even, important. Yeah. Even the last place I worked, yeah, I had this really amazing manager at my last company, and uh, superb guy. Like he has had like what thirteen, fourteen experience, years of experience in the graphic design industry. He started off at like uh, I think it was the Island newspaper. Like he worked under uh, Vikramatunga, the famous uh, yeah. journal journalist, right? Yeah, journalist and. like he's 
done some amazing things and now he was working here and i was so grateful to be able to like work under him learn learn a lot of stuff from him and the more so at the point he reached he decided to leave the company and my thing i had been telling him and like literally everyone else around me the day this person decides to leave this company is the day i start looking for a new job yeah <laughs> literally as soon as he decided he's leaving boom i started looking <laughs> and i ended up leaving literally a week after he did <laughs> from the old place and yeah because like I, i didn't find any value in like that place after he was gone because i felt truly that he was the only person that i could learn something from there were talented other designers for sure but like the way the work was going to like change i knew i won't be able to like sit down you know discuss stuff brainstorm yeah, yeah. ideas and yeah. things like that this this particular manager we got to do a lot of that me and another friend of mine fortunately spent a lot of time like working with this guy late nights trying to race and finish up magazine deadlines and stuff so we learned a lot of stuff from him and he's a great person too I'm really grateful for like that time I got to work with him. But now I'm in a new place and now there's a new my new boss who's also really 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 talented and experienced. So she's also an amazing person to learn under and I'm also that's that's my goal so I'm like you know what I'm learning. So I there's zero like like I'm not even bothered to think about finding unless like god forbid god forbid something goes wrong but like other than that I'm like super excited because there's always something to learn and to be honest like the, the company I work at now it's so interesting like the, the work is so varied like one minute you're doing like a logo for like a hotel the next minute you I don't know like, coming up with uh, what like murals or whatever like all sorts of like cool artwork Yeah, or like clothing patterns and yeah. things. it's really awesome there's a it's a variety of work but but yeah i think that's a good piece of advice for like anyone like don't stay somewhere a like you either stay as long as there's potential for you to learn or stay as long as you have like a hierarchical progression you know like yeah. if you feel like you're going to be stuck in the position that you are for years to come and the promotions like very rare and very hard to come by not not for a lack of your your like skill or like abilities but just because the management is very like they're very tight on the like the promotion bottle yeah, yeah. per se but so, there there's this there, there has been yeah. this thought that was that has been crossing my mind for quite a while now you know how people um i mean every now and then i get like really philosophical because you know how people define themselves by uh, <laughs> by their job you know like like people i guess i don't know if it's now but a lot of people now they they've started to find their own identity like an identity of their own rather than um associate themselves with like a company that they work with or like a boss that they have or something like that right do you understand what i'm yeah. going like oh you know i am, I, I, i work I at bbc you, uh, like so this person definition that's is bbc me. like who are you if that was stripped BBC. away obviously your job can be taken away any day like, who are you but i guess it's good that that's a lot true. of people yeah. are breaking exactly. out of that yeah. you know they want like an identity of their own rather than um uh something that was given to them by a company which is uh, which is good in a way i guess that's our parents had that it's something uh, i guess they grew up in that perspective yeah. that's that's probably the case it's an interesting point because even i have like so okay for example like what is your identity tell me like when you what makes you what makes zishan zishan like what do you find the most like 
like what are you bringing to the table <laughs> so ah okay <laughs> bring to the table so i feel like i yeah. i uh, with with the experiences i've been through and then uh, i guess the different skills and talents that i have i can look at scenarios in a different perspective and i guess help invoke some kind of emotion i mean when it comes to like creating content like let's let's just say video just video so with with the perspective that i have i feel like i look at things in a way that people really don't or people that are they're not really used to seeing so when i express it like obviously film has always been a form of expression for me growing up i never really had like a form of expression and just film just happened to like fall on my lap like out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, hold up. Yeah. Were, were you that guy growing up uploading homemade videos on YouTube? No, man. I wish I was though. You did do that? No, oh, no, man. My parents, I know this kid they like... didn't support it. So. Ah. So yeah. So I know you this kid like growing up in Oman, he did that. Like he would literally make friends uh, videos with his friends. Like they'd just be making like all these weird quirky videos and then those grew to become like like skits and then the guy just kept pushing and pushing and then he ended up going to study film at like uh what was the university it's in the, it's in new york and nyu and now like i think back i still remember it was an nyu it was uh i can't remember what it is it's it's not in the city though i think it's outside of it syracuse mm. syracuse university and then i like i like i've been watching him grow like from a small age and then seeing him go there and like him applying like all the stuff he learned and i'm like damn dude, amazing, this guy man. like leveled up he was shooting like concert videos for like some of the big rap biggest rappers like in the us they'll be sharing his work i'm like dude it's persistence man so it's so it's cool to see like where persistence that's the thing it's amazing like but yeah so you, you were saying persistence yeah where was i um video yeah so so like i guess sort of yeah yeah so so yeah. video i mean i've always found it as a form of expression i mean i never really had like a form of expression before this i was just this very yeah. quiet kid who didn't know like people wouldn't understand what i had to say but in a way like which is which is very weird when i moved to sri lanka like a lot of people didn't understand any of my references and all that stuff like when I, even 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 though <laughs> like i i went to ri like rani institute in sri lanka So when I moved here okay. so I assumed you know it's an international school everyone speaks english and blah 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 so it it wouldn't be that hard my parents thought oh, the transition would be easy but then to see it was it was i mean it wasn't hard it was just like very out of the way so like when you when you i walked up to some kids and I was like hey what's your favorite cartoon like they'd be like oh sura papa i'm like what what's what's that ali sura papa ali sura papa so so that was really hard dude like uh, i i went through a phase where okay i was like okay i'm just going to indulge myself bro, bro, in bro bro hold up i'm going to yeah yeah i'm going to stop you right there you mentioned cartoons did you grow up watching mbc3 yes of course i did i mean mbc3 was a little later ah. right like uh, like um, i think oh okay early, you're talking like really ah oh, man I grew up watching Fox Kids and Cartoon Network like the OG Cartoon Network the OG Cartoon Network like yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you call Dexter's uh, Laboratory Samurai Jack, uh, Samurai Jack yeah. uh, Powerpuff uh, Girls Kids Next Door Yeah it's called Name Kids Next Door Kids uh, Next Door was well, so many so, so many stuff Ed Ed and Eddie uh, oh <laughs> good stuff man uh, oh, the original pokemon seriously we were uh, fortunate yeah we were fortunate man cartoons just got really shit after that <laughs> uh, well there are some good I'll, i'll be honest with you there are a few gems though like there's one called gravity falls if you yeah, have yeah i have i have i watched the first season 
it's a little too uh, slow it's, for me. It's kiddish, like it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's and uh, it's oriented towards children. That's for for a fact. But I feel like there's a lot of like references and humor in that that is clearly not, not even like like adult jokes per se. Like there's like a lot of like Freemason symbol yeah, symbology yeah, yeah. and things like that. And I found it amazing and I love that show, man. Like I even recently watched it like for like the third or fourth time. I had rewatched the show. It's so good. And then the stuff like Rick and Morty, obviously. Yeah. But those are not necessarily kids' cartoons. Yeah. The other day I was watching Rick and Morty on the on the TV in the hall. Like no one was at home. Yeah. And then my so, dad yeah, just walked saying. past me, and then he was like, uh, "Why are you watching cartoons?" And then Rick just screamed, "Motherfucker!" And my dad was like, "Okay, that's not a cartoon." <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I, I tried to really fit in though. So when I tried to fit in, I tried to watch the cartoons the kids really watched here yeah, and then it didn't really work out. Then then I found uh, three guys in my class who watched uh, uh, Pokemon. So I was like, oh, okay, this is this is my time to shine. <laughs> so yeah, so so that's, that's kind of my bonded. Then I, then I had like a span of like a month to memorize uh, all the Johto League Pokemon and then that's kind of how I impressed those guys. And I got into their little click. Nice. <laughs> so That's yeah. Cool. So wow, they they needed you to like go through an initiation. Yeah, 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 of sorts, yeah. Huh? Like an initiation. <laughs> like how great. do I know you're like a real fanatic? That's you could be like just you could uh, just throw yeah. Pikachu and Charizard and like call yourself a Pokemon fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's nice. Like remember all the moves and so, um, yeah, all that stuff. So when did video come into the picture? Was it while you were still in Saudi or like when you were growing Not up here? Not really. Like after having moved here? Uh, so my friends in school, they were like, oh, you know, you should, you should study graphic design because uh, I, I used to make memes in school. <laughs> so they're like, oh, you know, you should study graphic design and no one else in my class like... Oh, you were that, you were that guy? I was, I was that guy. So I was, I was a meme lord in like 2011, 11, 12. So that was, that was kind of... <laughs> Like peak meme, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like OG straight out of 4chan ones. You know? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So, so they were like, oh, you should study graphic design. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll study UX because that's kind of in the middle, right? Um, so, I, so I thought, okay, I'll study UX or something. So when I enrolled, um, so I, when, when, when I did the, like two years into the degree, I was like, okay, this is boring. Like, I can't do this. But I still wanted to get into tech, but they're not like, not slave away. So um, I don't remember applying. I applied for like four jobs, four companies that were looking for internships. And um, so two of them, I think three of them. So two of them called me back. One was brand centrical. Another one was this like a little um, uh, startup, I think. And then the third one was Daily Mirror, right? Um, Okay. Yeah. So the first two called me and then I, uh, they were like, Oh, can you come in for like an interview? And I never went, I didn't show up. <laughs> it was a gut feeling. I had this gut feeling. I shouldn't go to the interview. So I just like, just like ghosted them. Nice. So, um, so I got a call at 9am in the morning and I'm like asleep and I was like, oh, hello. Uh, and then they were like, Oh, um, uh, I saw your portfolio and stuff. I'd sent some stuff that I drew and like, um, some little like posters and like logos and stuff like some UI stuff. And then, um, 
so she was like i'd like i'd like to have a chat with you and blah 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 it's not like an interview it's like a like a like a casual chat and i was like oh, okay cool and then uh, <laughs> and then i was like can you text me your address and then i'll be there and then uh, so she was like oh, okay call and then i i hung up and i went back to sleep so i woke up i was like okay what is this place and i was such i was so ignorant i was so lazy i didn't even google what this place was i just had an oh, address boy. So I got I got into like a tuk and I was like okay take me here and I went here and I got down and then there's this huge building stand in front of me and it says Vijay Newspapers Daily Mirror Sunday Times. Oh boy! <laughs> I was like okay what the fuck did I get myself into? Uh, uh, so yeah, it could be luck, it could be like but then it, I took oh. that opportunity. So I sat down and it was nice. Um, so yeah, I ended up working there for like two years. So it was nice. I got right into like legacy media, oh, nice. right? so i got to i got to work with like you know yeah. um the whole print scene and which is which is like new and like i got to write which 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 i used to do earlier and so i got to like test the waters with a lot of things that i was good at but then i had no place to like express myself because everyone told me oh you couldn't do this um so yeah oh, and then yeah. uh, one day my editor was like okay so what we're doing is we're going to launch like a video wing uh we're going to produce video content because all of our content is kind of old and you know people like video and video is going to be the thing this was in like 2015 or something uh video is going to be the future and i was like cool thoughts um i love video and and at that time i've never like ever recorded anything or edited anything in my life so i was like cool let's do this <laughs> so So yeah, so I I got a I got so I was told to like find subjects you just got to dive you, in. You you've got to man, you've got to like you know just dive in and then figure out how to swim after that. So you just got So yeah, so so she was like okay fine uh, just tell me whatever camera you think would be best uh, like an all purpose camera and stuff. So I went online and I was like okay 5D Mark 4 <laughs> and I got like the most specked out setup. uh i think it was like fucking <laughs> 5 550k or something like that at that time um so i was like okay cool so i got all this equipment oh and boy and then they were like okay now just like just go go <laughs> go shoot some stuff so um so in the start we didn't even know what wait, 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 wait. they bought you all the equipment yeah yeah they bought me all the equipment um the, what that's yeah. insane <laughs> So they were, they, were they, they really wanted to jump, jump right into video. So so they were ready to like go oh, all in. Okay, nice. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and then they put it on my oh, shoulders. Nice. So I was like, okay, cool. So so the original so the original thing was so we had journalists who who write scripts, right? So basically, we turn articles into video versions of them. So basically, I I didn't know what I was doing. So so I just go with them and you know. when we have these food reviews and stuff we just go and you know we eat and take pictures and you know she'd write like what she thought so okay i'm just going to record everything just like a vlog right so i vlogged the entire thing i think my very first thing that i shot was uh, best spots to have lunch at marine drive or something there dude like we went to like seven places and we were food poisoned <laughs> so so that wasn't the best oh, yeah boy. yeah we got sick dude like we didn't even end up i don't know if the video went up because we got sick um so we couldn't like we don't know which place was the worst so that we couldn't like put which any place? yeah exactly <laughs> so, so that was a screw up <laughs> uh so i think i did something called best place to get iced tea or something like that. and that at that time those videos were like bomb people were like oh shit this is so cool and then i was like super hype they're like okay i just made this and people love it 
so that wasn't like that was just me just blogging nice. right um and then yeah. for for a very shy guy to do this it was like a big deal and then my editor was like oh you know what you should be in front of the camera and i was like no i don't want to do that um and then yeah i i never did that though so it i it went on for two two years so for two years like i i learned a lot like i learned how to you know i learned how to work under like very strict deadlines so someone who was very recluse and someone who couldn't um, who had bad sense of time i guess that put me in like put everything together i had to push out like five pieces of content yeah. every day so when i worked there for two years um, then right after i quit i got a job at raw media oh nice okay so they were they were launching Dude. their own sponsored wing yeah where did you at what time like did you work at 2018 i know i know quite a few people okay all right so wait, if you did you know? video you definitely know like rajit Madigas. of course of course yeah man we used to My work guy, together man. yeah absolute ledge absolute ledge <laughs> cool guy so he came and joined getting us, him like... on the podcast oh you dude definitely yeah definitely. yeah next oh. next episode next episode man you should he's such a guy him and even himal himal ah really prominent person <laughs> yeah that's cool man so yeah so so, so i himal i was, and yeah. them they worked at my old place so yeah so yeah so when i got into that that's when that's when these guys they were like okay you know this guy has potential and i was like okay what what is this guy talking about like i have no idea so so like all i i guess from that part until like 3 years or 2 and a half years people people like everywhere i went people were like okay you know this this guy is something else and i was like i don't know what these guys are talking about i guess that was like a lot of uh, lack of belief in myself which which uh, which i guess would have anchored me down big time which is which is very important in a way that you i guess you have to believe in yourself at some point you do and it True. starts of someone yeah. someone has to believe in you initially and then you you put a little belief in yourself afterwards so yeah so when i started there that, that's when i really started experimenting with other things so that's when i figured out okay maybe documentary storytelling is my thing because i like stories and i'd like looking at it from a different perspective which people are not really used to looking at like i'd be like okay you know what if what if yeah so yeah i guess that's how i figured out okay this is my thing at uh, row and then i was like So after I left to I went all out I just I was like okay I'm just going to shoot everything and you know try to turn everything into a story and that's how I got into like commercial advertising and uh, so on and so forth but which is not a lot of storytelling it's kind of a hoax but uh, yeah <laughs> it's it's a big sham yeah 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 but like it again it depends like on whether the client is able to grasp like how important storytelling is because there sometimes you get a client like yeah i want to tell a story yeah yeah i don't want it to be this product has all these features you can do this 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 yeah, yeah. this that this yeah. no someone that's, that's who actually wants to tell a story yeah yeah that's very rare dude that's a problem that's unfortunate hopefully like personally like i love like what uh, uh block and dino are doing like yeah honestly yeah super like i mean that they like like even like I, i like to sit down periodically and show my parents like all, all the new videos they would have put out over the course of like 3 months and they they're just laughing throwing their heads back and just like lolling out loud but like they really enjoy it and like it always keeps you guessing like what is it what's the product you know yeah, what are they the trying product, to push right? and yeah and it's so refreshing to see and i've noticed like there are a couple of other guys now doing the same thing 
but and I feel like some of them that I saw this one video I don't even know what it was dude it was for like some taxi cab thing it's like these two guys are they wander into a desert they get met by like Vasti, some Vasti. Like, was it Vasti yeah I, yeah you know the one I'm talking about yeah, yeah yeah it was it was good it was definitely good the production value on that like I thought it was pretty nice but like I, I don't think like what they did and nobody's been able to capture like what Dino and like Block have done like so far and it's refreshing to see that that that's a sign of like i guess the changing landscape of advertising locally yeah yeah one thing one thing personally i'm looking forward to seeing more in sri lanka is like illustrations in like design and branding which is that i feel like something that's like it was there like a long time ago long time like back yeah, all, yeah it's like this very clean gradients and you know like all these like cool ads like splashes of water and like cardamom spinning in your face and stuff like that i like i'm, I'm really waiting to see like a resurgence of illustrated stuff but don't you think that's internet. because they're comfortable seeing the uh, because the mainstream uh, brands are using it they're like okay maybe this is like standard and then they look at that as like a benchmark and then not experiment yeah that's the thing so you need people like block and dino to like break out of the mold right like and push and let people know it's not even about like oh okay so this is not the only way we can try block and dino straight no it should be to like pass on the idea that there are so, so many potential ways yeah of designing something of telling a story of doing a video and that's what i really want to see like happen in sl and it's and the thing is it's not for a lack of talent dude there's some amazing mad talent to people here in sl like it's unbelievable and a lot of them still like i feel like they haven't been given their due and hopefully soon fingers crossed everyone will get their start chance to shine it's also hard to find people man that's 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 the other thing i've noticed i mean there's, there's probably a lot of people that you know you'd probably vibe with like i didn't know i'd vibe with your content until i like and it was hard to find you so i i don't even remember how i came i came across your profile dude i i don't know i think we ended up following each other i saw your video and i was i just fell head over heels i'm not even going to lie man like i was like bam like cartoon style hearts flying out like when i saw that taylor video yeah it's amazing i love the color grading and everything and i got a lot of shit for the color grading so... man <laughs> you won't really? believe me yeah 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 i got a lot of shit but you okay so i don't know i'm not an expert but i personally like that style like i like that like very for like a bit of a like very indie music video vibe kind of I, yeah 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 sucker for that type of thing so yeah. i i enjoyed it i definitely liked it and yeah and then i was like dude i want to do like a post for your thing like uh, yeah and i was like so psyched. Psyched. i was like oh shit yeah i'll i'll put a picture of the post on the podcast so people can see if they haven't seen it that was that was so much fun like it's I, i that's another thing i want to see more of in fact interestingly enough i was just talking with another guy on instagram another person i'd be following with we were talking of doing like this little project it's nothing like mm-hmm. serious it's just a casual thing do at your own pace type of thing but it's to involve like different artists and i was thinking like we shouldn't even limit ourselves to artists we could do like like graphic designers broadly even videographers if like there's yeah, a way yeah. we can incorporate their work sure. into the kind of project that we're planning to do so uh, that's the thing there's so many amazing designers and creatives out there like and and that's the other thing i want this to be like a thing where you get to spotlight uh, like the talent so uh, i work a lot with like lanka comic con so uh, so i did the logo for lanka no comic way con. really and they 
so that to pick, yeah that's my dude i so love that logo was back in <laughs> so fucking that's insane. so nice to hear man <laughs> like no it's an amazing it's, logo man like i would like i wouldn't have like uh, you know that that was like crazy contrast held a competition back in like steam at the start of the year yeah. to pick a new logo pick a logo yeah. but their thing was we're going to keep running the competition every year and it we were going to change the logo and then i did mine and i submitted mine and they just like was so happy with it they were so excited and when they saw the response to it they that took off and they're like okay you know what we're going to stick with it then slowly little by little like let up we did a project which was like to tell the origin story of tuk tuk hero mm. and that was obviously this thing where we reached out to like really amazing artists locally yeah. like people who dabbled in comics some some people who haven't but they're good artists for sure so we reached out to them and we sort of like split up the whole story and we gave like everyone two pages to work on so it's like this comic book that's basically filled with like telling like one single story and my goal was like and i think like it would be a case the mad amount of talent you have locally because that's a phenomenal singer oh no i think it was the other way around there was some english english ones were left they sold out singer and tamil i think so but yeah that that sort of thing i always enjoy like trying to spotlight like other like amazing talented people like man i'd really like to collaborate like even even if we could do like a huge like a um a massive mixed media project right um would be great the thing is that finding yeah, i mean how do you find the, these people that's the thing man how do you eliminate the noise and like find people who legit be interested in like something like that and have their own style and not clash that's that's the other that's thing that's true i that's i think that is purely like you just need to put yourself out there and interact like you and i like i came out and i was like yo let me message him let me drop him a text let me yeah. comment on his videos and then once you have that interaction going a you figure out whether the person is receptive of like yeah your intentions like or like interest right yeah so and then once you have those things yeah and just like reaching out to as many people as possible of course you're going to let's be honest you you can't always get <laughs> but yeah that's i think that's the trick you need to yeah. just found there you know chat just interact and again it doesn't have to be on in the in the me intentions of starting something you can just be like hey look i think you do awesome work like and just talk about like graphic design or art or i think we really lack that and then dude. take it from there and see that's it's crazy and we really lack that back and forth which is which so is like on social media of, like yeah too, yeah like for I, sure <clears throat> so what what i'm also like what i try to do is like i keep in touch like i have a list like mental list of like all these amazing artists there are people like cooperating on another level that i haven't like sort of interact like there's this one designer here her name's rue like she's this amazing artist and i met her once when we went out like i was out with some friends and i literally a fan girl i was like oh my god that's you it's you you're the person who's been doing all the work and i was like a little girl like screaming in delight and there so there's like a tier of people who like operated that level that i haven't really like had this kind of interactions with but then yeah. there i feel like there are these other people there's like a huge amount of other artists and designers that are more approachable it's just that like you feel more like motivated and like comfortable with approaching them and yeah there's like so many i could like name like this, this amazing artist called dystopia i on instagram amazing work like watching her like 
progress and her art style like she's also pushing herself so it's always nice to see and she's she's also like a writer or something like that's her day job that's insane. But to see like the stuff she just like yeah and like quite a few like let's make a post so that uh, people can tag all so the people they know uh Yeah, kind so, of like crowdfunding uh, i even did this artist. thing a while yeah. back they yeah so i actually did this post like early on in the lockdown which was like a drawing i did of a of a tiger and i basically tagged like like everyone was doing all these dumb challenges right? yeah <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> coffee man. challenge like whip, whatever that crap like everyone's like all these dumb challenges. i was like okay let's let's do something like like a challenge yes but like something different so i just sort of like told people hey look here's an artwork recreate this in your own style or if you rather just like even if you don't consider yourself an artist like who can recreate this here's the png black and white versions of my artwork print it out color it to whatever you want with it oh that's upload great. and tag your like you know share your work yeah and got some really nice responses i was so happy like to see a lot of people like took that out so even that like it was always nice to like reach out to like artists that i was like particularly fond of or big fans of some of them are close friends and you know they like why don't you try Take, doing a take of this which is actually kind of the thing that i was telling you like we want to start a project me and this other guy on yeah. instagram the, the crazy thing is i don't even know the guy's like proper name like <laughs> I, he has like a, a name on instagram his real name might not might be on the profile but i was like it doesn't matter dude like i mean i should probably figure out his name though <laughs> it's it's so cool like being able to reach out to someone like that. this was literally like yesterday morning he we were just chatting like right before i would like what was about to dive into work and he's like yeah dude let's do it i actually need to drop him an email uh, message so i told him we'll write do a brief and everything and like get it like all sorted so we can send it out to people but yeah it's it's Man, interesting can we but, talk yeah, about your mandalorian poster Sure. That is sick, dude. Like <laughs> you, I, you, I, saw, like I saw, I saw, I saw your illustration. I was like, "Fuck, this kid is fucking talented." Like that is insane, dude. I was, I was, I was like, blown away. You should, a lot. you should send it to Disney, man. You should. A lot of. It's really good. I tag. I did. I. I mean, I tag. I tagged them in it, but like, but um, yeah, I was really happy with like the response I got for that uh, poster. Like. that was also like a bit different for me because like i normally like i do like fan art like that with a reference image completely digitally but i've been pushing myself to do like a lot of like hand drawings out of my like upper usual go process and trying to like draw the guy first and uh, message and ask about getting prints of it and stuff yeah which is like i'm something i'm horrible at because like so many people have reached out over the years and asked for prints of my work and i'm like yeah print like i think during lockdown about like seven eight people reached out for different different things and i was like once lockdowns over i'll get it printed and then like lockdown <laughs> ended and like completely completely out the window like it completely slipped my mind but uh, i definitely need to get a lot of like my artwork printed but uh, but yeah the mandalorian one i mean i'm just a huge fan dude like i love that show like me and my dad huge fans like my dad's actually watched it more than i have like he just sits while he's working at home and he has the episodes like on repeat so i'm pretty sure like he i would honestly say he's a bigger fan of the mandalorian than i am but like i was so excited for like the new season i was like you know what let me let me try something and i did that was and insane dude glad like people like this. so yeah. rad <laughs> did you hear that pedro pascal is having issues with uh, the studio Wait, what? 
No, yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. So like, he, he so he walked out of the <clears throat> he walked out apparently halfway through and then they they shot most of it um with with his body double but then I guess they're waiting on him to finish the dubbing or something like that. Oh, man, that's awful. Uh, he had creative differences. This is what I hate. Like, you, you get something amazing. Yeah, like, you get something amazing. And then, like, either the studio doesn't... It's, it's, again, it's not always one side. Sometimes both yeah, have a role yeah. to play. Like, so, I guess uh, this is between John Favreau like, and like, Pedro Pascal. So, I don't know. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's just really sad. John Favreau's an interesting guy. Like, dude, yeah. He's had a very interesting creative journey. Man, like, I was watching Sopranos. Yeah. I mean, that's what, like, I've been watching Sopranos, like, for the past, like, two months now. And John Favreau appears as himself in it. And I was like, seriously, like, what? Where he's is so this meta, coming man. from? He's so crazy. And, like, and he's the guy who kick-started, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I mean... His movie did. He might not have been involved in it throughout, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. Was but then Iron it's Man Iron Man. I mean, all the <coughs> have so you have you cool have you heard about um, uh, there was this whole Iron Man two fiasco that Iron Man the entire movie Iron Man two is just three Iron Man scripts together. Iron Man two isn't it. just like wait. <clears throat> so Iron Man two isn't his original script, right? So his original script. Is okay. um, his original script is Iron Man, like Tony uh, struggling, you know, with uh, blah blah blah, with alcoholism and all that stuff. So what the studio yeah. wanted is they wanted to shove in more parts to the story. So they added Whiplash okay, and, and they, they probably added, wanted like a super villain. Yeah, you know, and they yeah. added Whiplash and they added Justin Hammer and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Don't you when you think about it, you you do it, realize how how convoluted the story is. Like that's that's a lot of moving parts. Justin Hammer could have been an entire movie on its own. Dude, I'll be honest with you, I I couldn't. I can't even remember Iron Man two, dude. Like it's it's, it's not a great movie. Like I remember yeah. the I remember Whiplash, but you know what was worse, Iron Man three. I dude, didn't like, like it as. I mean, fan. it's not that. I mean, James Mangold directed it. If I'm not wrong. So was he, it? Oh, yeah, damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's disappointing. That's, yeah. That makes it worse. For, for, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, for him, because <laughs> when you think about it, James Mangold, he has like a very human touch. That's what he did with Logan as well, right? Yeah. So okay. I guess that's so what you he know did what with my, Iron Man. My beef with Iron Man 3 was the fact that they wasted uh, all the, the suits. Name? Oh. No, no, no. Uh, ben, ben Kingsley's villain. Uh, Mandarin. Uh, no, no. Uh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin's yeah. such a cool villain, man. Yeah, like, so, so he's I coming back, I remember the right? first time I read him in a comic. And I'm like, yeah, there was some video. Shang-Chi, or something, Shang-Chi. Yeah, I was very thrown off. He's coming back in Shang-Chi. Yeah, oh, yeah dude, he's the main dope. villain. So uh, Tony Leung is playing Mandarin. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so he's that's, the main so, villain. Wait, that's the real Mandarin. That's the real Mandarin. This fake guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not the fake... So Marvel oh, okay. released a short film, right? They've Man, I still remember. I think it was released a short film where um, the real Mandarin sends a dude to kill Ben Kingsley in prison. So that kind of that that fixes the continuity. Ben Kingsley, yeah, I remember seeing that short film. Yeah, that's good. Thank God for that. Man. Yeah, 
I mean, honestly, like watching like these Marvel Cinematic Universes, it's amazing. It's an amazing accomplishment. Like it's a crazy feat. Like nobody would have thought of that sort of thing like 20 years ago, right? No, like, everyone wants a see that, cinematic like, universe because of its success, which is which is uh, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Which is crazy, dude. Do you remember? Do you remember the Monsters Universe? Of course. That, I think Universal was that trying they, to kickstart. They tried to like, kickstart with Mummy, right? Why? Why ask for that? Yeah, I was like, but why though? Like, who asked for this? Nobody wants this. They tried to, and even DC. I'm use, glad they, uh, they reached that point. Tom Cruise, right? Like, to, the, even Tom Cruise yeah. stardom couldn't save it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's even cool. DC. Like, I'm super glad. Like, they reached that point where they were like, okay, you know what? The cinematic thing is not going to work. Let's just make like individual stories. I was like, yeah, like I don't, I don't need everything I watch to be like a cinematic to watch. Like I recently I rewatched Straight Out of Compton. Have you watched it? Oh, dude, I've been wanting to rewatch it for a while now. It, it's like, so good. It's, like so, it's see, my the realization is, right? that yeah. I had right when I watched Straight Out of Compton. I so I watched it for the second time, and at the end I was so moved. I was like, "Fuck, this is a better movie than Bohemian Rhapsody," and I'll stand. I, and I'll stand for it. I think Straight Out of Compton <laughs> is better than Bohemian Bro, Rhapsody. You, you know you're going to catch a lot of flack for that. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> care, man. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I do. I do enjoy Queen, right? But then I felt like the movie yeah. was watered down. Bohemian Rhapsody was watered Possibly. down. Possibly. I, I mean, to be honest, to be very fair, honest with you, I'm pretty sure I agree with you. Like, yes, to me personally, Straight Outta Compton is a more like is a better film because that's something I more closely identify with. Like I, yeah. I identify with like rap culture and hip hop and especially like the, what do you call the NWA? Like they were at the, like they were not at the start, but they were like instrumental yeah, yeah. In growing like hip hop and like West Coast rap. They were, they, rap they were at the start of so, gangster rap. So, and um, yeah. So anyways, man, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming yeah. on the podcast. Dude, thanks for having me, man. Like, it was actually, like, I was a bit nervous at the start, but now it was honestly, like, just two guys catching up. And I'm so glad, like, you're into, like, so many other things that I enjoy. It's like, now we, when we hang out, like, without the pressure of a camera, we can have, like, good conversation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that's awesome. Yeah, I, even I didn't expect us to, to have soon, that much soon. in common. So that's awesome. I'm I'm gonna say it's the Middle East thing, man. Yeah, it has man. To be the Middle East for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. man. Thanks, man. I appreciate no the worries, opportunity. Man. Like, really, really, oh, it was awesome to have really you on. Fun. It's like enjoyable. But yeah. Now let me go convince uh, Rajit for the Cheers, next man. episode. <laughs> cool. All right, man. I'll catch you soon. Drop the cheers, man. Take it easy. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're watching this episode in YouTube, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Comment below. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave five stars and a review. I'd really appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram at Zishan Akram Jabir or the podcast page at Mastering Mediocrity Pod. Till then, stay safe and peace.